bing ba bomb bomb bing ba bomb bomb bing ba bomb bomb bing ba bomb. Hello, brother. How are you doing? That's. I feel pretty much how that sounds. Yes. After I come back from a myriad of human interactions and uh, and you know ch- uh, errands that I have to run, I don't go to the store anymore yes. um i we only do delivery if when you know if at all possible but today i i had to go out into the world and i still just marvel at people who want to get as close to me as they can mm. anyway anyway so I'm i did sorry. all of that and then i came home to process a, a bunch of groceries which yeah. i just love i love doing that i mean excited <laughs> excites me used to be processing groceries were you know opening up box Eat, and put them. it in your mouth yeah but yeah. now it's a right. whole new ball game yeah so. yeah yeah it's a little anyway, less tasty taste delay <laughs> taste <laughs> eat it now taste it later delay uh, it for indef- indefinitely <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm sorry about that, but uh, I'm glad that we're back. We've we've had a little hiatus. Uh, we're going to actually discuss why a little bit, just the concept of why uh, in this in this episode. We we were we tried to record this once before this episode, and it just didn't like, land. It didn't land, and I feel like part of it was that we we refused to talk about the Rona. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I think that's the wrong idea. I think that's, yes, yeah. people are sick of hearing about it, but at the same time, uh, so mm, you also no need to, <laughs> <laughs> you need to hear these things anyway. But, but here's, here's the thing. Uh, we came up with an idea. Actually, it was, it was Lindsay Drexler came up with an idea a, a couple months ago now. Of, <laughs> as, soon as, the, as soon as the phrase social distancing started happening, I had actually not heard of it at that point. I had not heard yeah. of social distancing. She said, oh, well, social, you should, you should have a segment on your podcast called Going the Social Distance. And I was like, when I finally understood what that meant, not knowing that was going to be my new life, everyone's new life, I was like, oh, yes. So, I mean, I immediately bought the web domain because <laughs> that's what I oh, did. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, whether we use it or not, it doesn't really matter. But this is, this is a new we'll segment do, we'll that we... We'll t-shirts. <gasps> we'll we'll yes. do it. We'll do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. It's going to happen. Anyway, this is, a, this is a new segment that we want to try where we, uh, you and I, call our dearest friends across the country, across the world, interesting people, mm-hmm. uh, people that are they're on the front lines. We know a, a few doctors and nurses. Um, yep. Some, you know, artists doing really cool things with photography in the middle of nowhere and um, comedians. Mm. And so we're just going to this is that's what that's what we think this should be is just we check up on people. You know, you and I started this podcast because we don't live in the same town and that made us sad. Uh, hate so, it. Yeah, hate it. Hate it. I don't like it. So this is sort of going to be an extension of that and hopefully get some social time, too. So. Welcome everybody to Going the Social Distance with the Biv Bros. Down out, down out, down out, down out. Today's guest, no big surprise, because she's she's very close to us, and it just kind of made sense. Our, our dear friend Allison Kendrick. She has been the only guest on this podcast so far. Uh, so we might as well. We thought we would give her the very first, you know, the right of refusal, as you right call of it. Right of refusal. <laughs> you know, you were making me a little nervous there because you were talking about how you were. 
I'm going to call up all these interesting people with fascinating stories. And in my head, I'm going, yeah, but I'm leading the charge here. That's okay. Let's go. Let's be interesting and together. Go. Well, we, yeah. it, it, it makes a lot of sense because Allison's and, and our, um, social and business lives have become even more intertwined in the last few years, which has been fantastic. We are basically one big company now, and that's really one fun. Human. So <laughs> one human. We're basically one, one giant. What is the thing that <laughs> that became what? the five things that become one big robot? Oh, Voltron. Come oh. on. It was Voltron. It was Tron. It was Voltron. Enough things. They were lions. Hello. Yes. Hello. Sorry. Lions. Uh, anyway, so yes, Ro- Allison and Evan have become Voltron. Lions. Yeah. But <laughs> the difference is when we Voltron, we still stand six feet apart from each other. Minimum. Yes. <laughs> Socially distant Voltron. Nobody yeah. I would rather share a brain and, and, and some distance with than you two. Yes. Exactly. Great. Thanks. Exactly. So, same here. Yeah, I think I think when we tried to record this before, it was just too much denial, and I think I think you know <laughs> we're we're going through stuff, so I think it's important to talk about you know things like we've been experiencing freelancer panic. I've personally been experiencing some productivity guilt. Just how how everybody's doing, really. It's just. How are you doing? How are you doing, Allison? How's things? I'm, do- I'm doing okay. Um, but I, I, I've noticed that my moods are, you know, kind of swinging wildly and, and panic and guilt definitely are, are two of the things that I am feeling um, as I, as I cope with the Rona. Um, yeah. So for those of you listening who don't know me, I live alone with two cats um, and I, I commented to my group of friends, most of whom are married just last week. I feel like the people who are going through this isolated alone and the people who are going through this isolated with, you know, family members, either that they were born into being related to or have chosen to be related to are yeah. probably having two very different experiences. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. not, none, not that one's better than the other, um, or anybody's having an easier or a worse time. Just there are things. I think I'm going through going through this alone um, that that y'all might not, you know, get, understand or know. And then there's things that you're going through as you cohabitate with some people that you love very, very much uh, that I can't understand. Um, Oh, man. Tell tell us more about that. It hadn't even occurred to me to ask what, what that's like going through that living, living alone. Uh, well, I, I think that's something we're going to talk about today as we talk about, you know, some of the joint activities we've gotten into. But I um, I am an extrovert. I do, you know, get my energy and, and feed off of the energy of being around people generally. Um, I also do appreciate living alone and, and like having my own boundaries and my own space. Um, but I'm noticing I'm a lot more hesitant lately to get off of calls and get off the phone and, and things like that. Mm. Once I'm on them, I have this like don't leave me Um, (laughs) moment Um, but then it's it's interesting because then I am a little bit more hesitant to get on calls in the first place because I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm spending so much time on screen Um, so it's just Mm -hmm. this this constant pinball game inside of my brain Um, I'm I am talking to my cats a lot more which I think that that was an inevitable turn for for me in my life to take Um, Mm -hmm. but 
it's happened. Uh, I have I've, I've borrowed some of Evan's life skills. I'm, I'm singing a lot of nonsense songs as I'm yeah. doing everyday mundane Helps. activities. Um, so I have my own dishwashing song now and things like that. So I, I do. I, I miss people. Um, I'm an affectionate people person, you know, already. Um, and, I, and I can't wait. I haven't hugged a tree yet. That was the latest uh, report I've read this week that those of That's us who thing. are lacking in touch should go hug some trees oh that, apparently um that's a thing i'll i'll, I'll update sure. you next time you guys allow me on this lovely podcast if i've hugged a tree yet um, just don't don't hug a tree that uh, uh, a coronavirus carrier monkey carrier. has just <laughs> hugged <laughs> i'll do my best um okay Thank you. Yes, I will. Just look out for those trees. Yeah. So <laughs> they'll get you. Yeah. I, I have been thinking about that and I have been thinking about all the single friends, the the people that are living with a alone or just a pet. And it is that there are new challenges for some for couples, I think. I, I think the I feel like for me it's probably the perfect situation. I think about trying to have kids right now and oh boy. Not, Oh boy, <laughs> that is not. I know that never been more humans. thankful to not have kids. <laughs> you know, boy, that's I super. That's super. People who are parents right now will hate me for saying that. Yes, and I'm. And I apologize yeah. profusely. I do not mean to be a dick. Me too. Me too. But but just personally thankful. It is. That's not a criticism on or or a comment on parenthood. I mean, I have so much respect for people going through that. But I'm just like, holy fuck! I'm so glad I'm not doing. I, I have noticed that nobody has asked me when I'm going to settle down, get married, or have kids lately. Uh, <laughs> you know, there, yeah. There's an unforeseen perk of this. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry to uh, derail what you were saying there, brother. What, what were you saying? Just there are actually challenges to being in just a pair of two. Uh, you, you probably experience it a little bit more than I have, Evan, because – your partner goes to work every day or has been recently gone, going mm-hmm. to work every day. You live in one big, one big room, basically. So you are currently yeah. in the bathroom. If I'm yeah. recording this from the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Most of your I meetings, am. our meetings together are, are <laughs> that he's gotten to know the bathroom. Really well. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm uh, sure. I, I know every day when the bathroom really needs a good clean or not. Yeah, well, that's that's very, probably very nice. aware of that now. It's probably by the way, I I want to interject because, you know, we've known about Evan's bathroom meetings for a couple weeks now. I assumed yeah. he was sitting on the toilet and was told very sassily last week that he, of course, is not sitting on the toilet. No so way. That's wondering. Awesome. Come on, I got more respect for you than that. <laughs> And yourself, perhaps, but you know, I, that, oh, but yeah, apparently yeah. that's something else I learned that, that girls tend to like pull up a seat and sit, you know, like when we're, you know, in pairs getting ready, you know, I will, while a friend's doing her makeup and hair. And, and when I said that to guys, they were like, why would you sit on a toilet? So, yeah, well, well it's a little we, our, our, the lid of our toilet is, is not of the highest quality. So when you sit on it, it kind of shifts to the right and and the potential of it breaking <laughs> is, seems high. So I just try to avoid that. Yeah. We got into a good topic here. Anyways, on to bigger, better things. <laughs> right, right. Yes, yes. We can, we can move hey, on from that topic. This is what the Roto drives us to. These are the, these yep. are, this, this is how you get creative. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I, I have been, I have been real lucky that my lifestyle hasn't changed that much. I am, you I am very grateful. You have a pretty sweet setup. 
I have a great setup. Your setup to to I, to our listener. <laughs> I really, really, really lucked out. I if I didn't have an office, I would probably be going a little cuckoo right now. But, but because our apartment is small, downstairs. Well, currently I do. That so so I, no matter what, I kind of lucked out. I would have been totally fine. Uh, my apartment itself is very is tiny, and I've lived in a tiny apartment for almost 13 years. Oh, yeah. But luckily, I have been able to rent an office directly across, directly next door, across a parking lot to me, it's, which it has been, be better. it's been it godsend. Could not it's be been. better. Uh, so I get to leave when I need to. So Lindsay gets some alone time. I get some alone time. Yeah. But I know <laughs> that I have I, really been feeling for everybody who has, who's had adjustments and it's, it's adjustment enough. I mean, the, the world is adjustment enough, but um, mm. I've been super, super lucky and I, I'm grateful every freaking day. And I know that I'm, I know that I'm lucky. But yeah, we have friends that have been really, really hit by this financially job wise and stuff. And we have been, we're in that boat a little tiny bit. Uh, I think just in general, no one wants to think about making, you know, hiring people to build websites or digital marketers or anything like that. So there's a little bit of panic there. Yeah. And you've had active clients cancel projects. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I think I was funny. I was just, just writing to uh, our good friend, Angus McLaughlin uh, this yeah. morning and kind of sharing a little bit of this with him. And, and, and it occurred to me as I was writing that, and in some ways uh, it, it, probably anyone who's a freelancer, but I can speak for the three of us anyway, hope somewhat confidently that you're as a freelancer you're so used to the feast and famine cycles and the the emotional ups and downs that come with that um the feast is usually it's 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 a well the famine is a certain kind of panic like oh my god when's the next gig coming and then the the feast is a different kind of panic of oh my god this is more than i can handle (laughs) how am i going to do all this um uh, because it's always just drinking from the fire hose or or you know you're thirsty but but emotionally where i i feel like we're in this i, I don't know about you guys but i feel like like i'm in a limbo right when this all hit we were in the middle of drafting this huge uh um proposal for what would have been a very large project and i felt even crazy that we were had the opportunity to put our name in the hat for the said project which we didn't get and which sucks but um, it, it felt unexpected to even have that opportunity as all of this was going down. Yeah. Anyways, emotionally, we are used to these these feelings of, of not having stuff. So it hasn't really sunk in. I don't think we've seen necessarily freelancers as much like, okay, how is this affecting us? And, you know, we're not like someone who just lost their job. We just don't have that next gig yet. We're yeah. somewhat used to that, but... You know, another month later, another month later, like how far I was going to push before we're really freaking out. That's how I feel anyway. I don't know about you guys. People keep asking me, you know, how are you doing really? I love the really (laughs) qualifier I'm getting a lot of. Like I'm not normally very, very honest in an open book with everybody I come in any kind of contact with. But um, as far as being a freelancer goes, you know, I've I've now worked from home and, 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 you know, kind of run my own gigs for close to two years now, uh, if you can believe that. And and so my day to day is not very different. You know, Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. ish to 5 p.m. ish look 
pretty much the same. Um, in fact, I've, I've, I've gone to like, you know, counsel and coach my friends who suddenly have to uh, work from home. You know, what right. some of my, my tips and tricks are like, I am not allowed to work in what I woke up in. I can put equally comfortable, you know, even PJ pants on if I want to, but they must be clean ones. Um, because I feel like once you turn the corner of just walking into your office and, you know, in what you woke up in, you've just, you've turned a dangerous, dangerous spot. So it's, it's things like that. So yeah, I, I, none of that part of this is, is new for me, but you know, kind of to Evan's point, I'm, I'm having, I'm, I've been fortunate. I've been lucky to keep my existing client base. Um, but when you're a freelancer, you're always very, very aware of the fact that, you are one phone call or email away from losing, you know, something that would be detrimental to you financially. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so it's like, even though I'm doing great now, that could shift really, really quickly tomorrow. Um, And I am having a harder time, candidly, winning new business. Um, And that, you know, kind of feast or famine cycle, one of the first lessons I I learned is don't lay off the gas until you really, really can't handle the, you know, amount of business you have coming in. Even if you think you're going to, you know, I had a point where I I was interviewing and, and had several prospects that I thought I was going to close. So I started turning other prospects away that didn't close the ones I thought I was going to close and got, you know, out of whack and out of balance. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so that's kind of been my experience is, is you know, I'm, nobody's really making what I do a priority in their budgets, which I understand, but maybe they need people who build awesome websites and write amazing digital marketing plans now more than ever, as everybody's having to get really creative with how to keep their own businesses up and running in the meantime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have I have experienced a little bit of a little bit of the something that that a lot of our friends, a lot of our artists, our actors and um, uh, performers and you know visual artists, everybody in, in that realm, which suddenly is art in so so many ways, is suddenly you know it's it's something that you can't go to for sure. You can't go experience mm-hmm. art, but also it's just not quite. as important right this very minute uh and i so caption point for something that we've all been working on this year we we were off to such a great strong start and that just dust immediately because without theaters there's no there's no nothing so i actually have lost a quite a quite a healthy amount of income uh, mm-hmm. and, but I'm not saying that to be sad. I'm saying that to, to then kind of do a segue into the interesting thing about that is that, uh, I've been able to sort of pivot and, and focus on different things and trying to get different kinds of work, but it does, the lack of caption point in my life does leave a rather large time hole, right? Which you immediately think to yourself, oh my gosh, there's so many things, so many things that I have to get done. I have to clean the garage. I have to redesign the house. I have to you know, make all of the projects that I've, that I've been putting off for years and years and years. I need to do them right now. It's like, cause I'll, I'll never be able to do that again. And I'm just kind of here to say, I don't know that that's true. <laughs> I, 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 I'm here to say that I think, I think that's a really wonderful 
concept and I hope that some people are doing it and, I, and I'm definitely doing some interesting things that I haven't done in a long time. We'll talk about that in a second, but I think giving yourself some mental break as well and give just emotional break, like yes, Sure, you have more time, you're at home, you're not traveling, you're not on a commute, you, you're not going out, so sure, you've got time to, to write that novel, but if you're not inspired to write the novel because you wake up every day and you, and you hear the, sorry, the moronic things that are, that are happening and it puts you in a mode that of, of yeah. darkness and depression, then you don't have to write that novel today, you just don't. The interesting thing for me to kind of now bring this to an up level, not that we don't need to deal with and address the the trauma that's happening as well. I'm actually finding some silver linings in all of this. And I'm I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that my house is clean or, you know, anything like that. But for the first time in a long time, if you ask me how I am, I'm I'm not tired. Like I'm getting enough sleep. I don't (laughs) I don't say I'm not saying yes to things, you know, out of guilt, you know, so I'm not feeling stretched then right now. Yeah. Um, it, which is new for how, me. Usually, I'm. I'm how are you go-go. sleeping? <laughs> well, why are and you that, sleeping so well? That, that's the inter- I'm, I'm not necessarily sleeping well, but I'm sleeping longer. I, I am waking up in the middle of the night more often, um, yeah. but I'm I'm not waking up as early um, because I'm just kind of giving myself that runway since you know my days do look a little different. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping longer hours, you know, even though it'd be great if I could condense that and sleep well for, you know, seven or eight hours at a time. Um, and, and just having the downtime where I'm not actively out of my house doing things. And and if anything good can come from this for me and, and from anybody else, I hope people are paying attention to that, which they do not miss. And don't just autopilot back into those things. Like there are, there are, are are things that have been canceled in my life in the past six weeks that to be brutally honest with you guys have made me be like, me too. Sure. And that's a sign for me that like when this is all said and done, I really should be putting my energy and my time into the things that I I truly do miss, you know, uh, and, and not just go back into saying yes to every single project or thing or event or trip or whatever uh, that's thrown my way. Yes, that is well said. Brother, I feel like that people who, that we have a unique, as freelancers, we have a unique perspective because part of the job is that you're always hustling or at least you should always be hustling. Um, Whereas, exactly, A-B-H. But, Someone who either works at a restaurant or in the service industry or whatever, someone who lost their job and they just they don't have anything to do and they're not sure what to do. Imagine that is the person who's like, holy crap, I've got all this time. Let me do this and this and that. I have not felt like I've had two extra minutes. I have not considered like, oh, I've got so much more time on my hands. Like, if anything, I felt like I've had less time, (laughs) Uh, certainly way less sleep, worse sleep. Um, I feel like I'm scrambling every day just to get stuff done. I feel like we've had a a bizarro world experience than someone with um, a nine to five who cannot work remotely. And I'm not envious of their position. Um, I I, I imagine there's like a, a, a hot second where, and this is, I'm totally imagining this, but where you're like, oh my gosh, man, I'm going to do all these things. I, I never had time to. And then of course, you know, then you've got to make money. So what happens next? But we, I do feel fortunate, even though we don't, we have as much question marks as the next guy, nine to five job or no, but we can still keep hustling. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that is true. We, and A-B-H. hustle we have. A-B-H. Hustle A-B-H. Uh, hustle tonight. Tonight. <laughs> Hustling tonight. Uh, well, so um, I think that whether you are, you know, in in our shoes or you you know lost your job at a restaurant hopefully not permanently just for a bit that if you do if you do if you are easy on yourself that you might enjoy the next half of this podcast because it there has been a very interesting shift for people to suddenly have to find ways to be social and to connect with other human beings even if you can't touch them and to remain in their lives. I know that you, Evan, have have maybe never texted mom as much. <laughs> She's just on the line all the time. Yeah. And uh, and I know that you you know you reached uh, you you know just mentioned Angus and and our and our friend Judith and and so that's yeah. that's a really positive thing. I have I have done a very similar thing. I've gotten into this app Marco Polo. Uh, other oh, people yeah. have been in it, and I, it's just an, it, to me it's another thing that I forget to open, but it is actually a pretty mm-hmm. great idea. You video, it's just a voicemail, but it's video. So you feel a little closer. So I've been doing that a little, uh, yeah, but the, like that. yeah, it's fun. It's fun. But the, the interesting thing that is, uh, it seems to me, I know, maybe it's just us, but it feels like everyone is being pushed into sort of a let's play games thing. <laughs> and I, I understand why you've got the social <laughs> element. <laughs> You've got the mental stimulation and you've got the escapism of oh, yeah. uh, all things that we need right now because it is super easy to just, what's on Netflix tonight? Oh no, oh no, and now it's nine o'clock, help me. You know, just go back to bed. So games, games, games. I, I'm allowing myself to play games like I've never allowed myself before. I always hit a point, yeah. even like 30, 40 minutes, into having so much fun playing like Red Dead Redemption. I, and I start feeling guilty, but not, not really so much anymore. Uh, yeah. Not really. Well, any, any kind of game where you're killing people yeah. is a great way to <laughs> blow off some steam. That's also true. That's v- also video true. game. Not, not, not real life kills. Thanks for the clarifier. (laughs) But not just video games, online games, board games. The three of us have fallen in love again and for the first time with Dungeons and Dragons, which we. To be fair. To be fair. Yes. This, to be fair. (laughs) This, the the curiosity for me started uh, with this before the Rona struck. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I know. We've talked about it many times on this podcast. We've talked about it many times. Um, But man, oh man, the world, I feel like we should all probably be buying stock in Wizards of the Coast. Yes. That's actually (laughs) a great idea. Because they, I mean, they probably have more people playing D&D and they've never been set up probably in their history for people to play D&D or other role-playing games better than they are now. And people are flocking. It seems. I mean, I don't have any. I don't have any metrics in front of me. <laughs> but right, it doesn't it seem like people are all about oh, D&D right now. So yeah. I have 
I've had a curiosity for a while. I'll blame most of that curiosity on the two of you. But, you know, like, I mean, Dungeons and Dragons is not specific to Biv Bros. And so I finally, you know, found the outlet to get to start playing and have immediately just crashed into love with it. But it's funny because <laughs> I'll post about it, like, on my Instagram story or my Facebook feed, and I will get so many responses from people yeah. being like, oh, my God, you play D&D too? So, yeah, I don't have the metrics, but I would be willing to back that bet that Biv just posed wholeheartedly. Well, I, I yeah. just just today I had a text exchange. I was checking up on her. One of one of my favorite people in the world. She's a she's on Team Caption Point. She's this super hip, cool twenty uh, something. Uh, my friend Corinne, and I'm just like <laughs> I only say those things because I, when I think about Corinne, I mean she's she's a ray of sunshine. She's bright and shiny, but she's you know she's she's cool. She looks cool. She acts cool. She, like. She, you would she, would be, the, she would maybe be making fun of some people playing exactly. A&D. You, might, you would expect that. You would expect not, not that. Not super mean, but she'd be no. like, whatever. You'd be like rolling yeah. eyes, rolling eyes. And man, she she's ro- rolling dice. She's rolling <laughs> dice. <laughs> she, just, she just told me that she's playing four games, different games a week. <laughs> goals. Just goals, amazing. goals. Amazing. That's a, so. That is a, that's a big time commitment. That's a lot, man. Because that's the thing about this game. If you if you want to, oh, is that you're literally rolling the dice now? I rolled my dice. Okay. Good foley work. It's kind of a minimum. We played yesterday for an hour and a half, and that was not even a real game. That was just an intro. We're we're all meeting people. That was nothing. You know, we're also Our, playing on Saturday three. Four hours. But our, our first session was it. It was almost six hours. It was almost six <laughs> it hours. It was like it was north yeah. of five and a half, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And that and that's normal. That's very normal. <laughs> that is very and, normal. I mean, and at least Matt and I both have ADD, which for I, I know that it, it translates differently. But like for me to do anything for longer than twenty minutes is usually just a, yeah. an act of God. Um, and, and I actually, I, they were like, like tearing me away from the computer. They were like, Allison, like, we really do have to end now. And I'm like, yeah. no, I would have yeah. played it all night. I know. I know. <laughs> so, so why, you know, so why, why, why this? Because here's the thing, this game, it, it, we've been talking about it so much, brother. And we were like, well, we're going to get into it. Yeah. We bought the books. It's like p- people listening are probably like, yeah. Why do you keep talking about it? Why don't you just play it? It is so deep. I'm not saying that it's difficult to get into, I don't think. I don't think that Mm -hmm. if you, like, right, if you're listening and you're like, I I really want to play, is it it hard? No, it's not hard. It's not hard to play, I don't think. Especially if you are a player. If you're a game master, it's it's a lot more work. But if you're Mm -hmm. just, if you just want to sit with your friends and be asked questions and maybe even have a you know speak as a character like an elven character if you want to if that sounds like fun you don't even have to do that you can just sit there and take it all in it's an easy game but it is so deep man i had no idea that in the span oh, of time that, that i stopped being in that world and now God, i mean like the internet it's just i was thinking today it's probably the largest game ever right because it's it's like Game of Thrones plus Lord of the Rings plus, you know, Harry Potter plus everything 
all in one and it's never ending. It's always being adapted. It's just so huge. So going down a, a rabbit hole like, where are the Moonshee Isles or something? It could take <laughs> yeah. you down a road that's like two, three hours long, just researching stuff that people wrote, you know, anywhere from two to 20 years ago about the Moonshee Isles, right? And, and, and this is only Dungeons and Dragons. If yes. you are not into <laughs> fantasy, guess what? <laughs> And you're like, uh-uh, I'm into science fiction only, or I like espionage, or superheroes, or whatever your flavor is. It's it's not just there. There are multiple versions of that out yeah. there. It's, name something. It's crazy. Name, name anything. Name, name anything. Uh, well, there's another one called Pathfinder that apparently Pathfinder. is very popular. There's <clears throat> uh, DC Comics yeah. has their own version. There's a. Uh, do you know Do you know the uh, the actor Sam Witwer? Yes. I love Sam Witwer. Yeah, so he, so he's a big D&D nerd, RPG nerd, and he's actually uh, just recently had, I don't know if it's now canceled, but it was in plans for him. He found the old eight, 1980s DC Comics uh, RPG game, yeah. and so he and a bunch of his actor nerd friends uh, decided to, he was going to GM it, and they were going to play DC Comics 80s style. But when he read through, it was I, I was reading this interview with him, and he was talking about how he opened up the box and was like, oh my God, this game was so clearly made in the 80s. We're going to play it like it's the 80s. Yeah, so, he did it. I, so, I saw an episode. Oh, you did? It oh, exists cool. had, on DC. Was it fun? Yeah. yeah, it was really fun. That guy I mean, is really it's, good. It's, he's, he's a great. talented man. He's a handsome. I did. I just recently learned he's very handsome. I didn't. I just recently learned he's the voice of um, Darth Maul. In, uh, I did not know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the in the Clone Wars. I did. Not so know that. anyway, but, Sam Witwer. DC. Yeah, yeah. Sam Witwer. D- DC. Uh, you got a Buffy game. You got a vampire game. You got a, probably a werewolf game. You've got certainly sci-fi and spy. Uh, oh God! Uh, what was the one? Was top Secret. That was top the one that we secret. played as kids. We actually to played a Top back. Secret, which was espionage, and we played the Marvel Comics one. We did. Oh, but here's another yeah. thing. Here's the here's the other incredible thing. So, Wizards of Coast is the. It used to be owned by TSR Dungeons and Dragons when we were little, and now it's Wizards of the Coast, and they do that in Magic: The Gathering and some other. They're like, you know, and and they they really put out great stuff like their their site um dnd beyond is just top notch really well done they 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 know what they're doing they they support all the little guys underneath like they they actively try to support there's this um website called dm guild or something and there the are people Masters guild yeah yeah, Dungeon Master's Guild. And they there are people on there that are taking old modules, old adventures, and and making them you know work with the new game system. Yeah. Or creating uh, new monsters, new classes, yeah. anything that you've done in their in their own homebrew game, writing their own modules and uploading it. And and so it's really actually very cool that the Wizards of the Coast is is actually embracing and supporting players and their own cottage industries, whether it be creating content that is available in the Dungeon Masters Guild or, good Lord, there's, you know, whether you're uh, Roll20 or Fantasy Grounds or any of these online platforms that allow people to have been allowing people to play virtually for years now, uh, Arkenforge that 
allows DMs and GMs to build, you know, digital maps and they're animated and all this cool stuff. It there there's so, it goes so deep. It's the Matrix. Well, and that's one thing that I've noticed because so because I am such a newbie to all of this, you know, y'all have done a great job of of sending me. Uh, stuff that I can read and watch and websites and look at every single thing that I've, I've touched on in my journey with this. It's just the supportive web, you know, it's yeah. like at the end of the day, the, the buzzword is play, right? It, that, that's what they all want you to do. They just want you to have fun. They want you to play. Um, which kind of going back to, you know, the, the question Matt posed at the beginning of this, which is like, why this and why now? I, I think if, if if there's anything that adults and children all need right now is to play. Um, it's it's kind of like our adult recess time. Um, but I have noticed that it stood out to me just how supportive of anybody wanting to get in, whether or not it profits, you know, that website, that, you know, uh, YouTube series or whatever. So I we played yesterday and I think I spent two to four hours just making maps. I had to learn a whole different <laughs> software. It was so <laughs> joyful. And I'm not saying that to like- Oh, cool. What it was software? so, it, it's called uh, Dungeon Fog. And it oh, was yeah. just <laughs> such a relaxing, beautiful, creative. I was really like planning out, uh, you know, where people would sit and, and thinking about, oh, there's has to be a bar and there's a fireplace and taking, I mean, it was I didn't so realize that you, great. you designed that space that we were, that we were in. I just thought that that was, that's awesome. That makes me like it even more. I mean, even the bearskin rug that you had yeah. on the, the patio. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many yeah. of those hours spent reworking things after I, I changed my character's background on you? I mean, that, but that, all that was fun, you know, thinking about how how your characters could meet. And again, like we're not I don't know. Uh, yesterday was just sort of a meeting of, of this new game happening. And but I don't know where where it's going to go. But just the idea of, of trying to immediately have five other other people come together with you to tell a story that you don't really know mm -hmm. yet. You don't know the story yet. And you're going to with the five of them. So maybe as the game master, I know the world that these five other people are going to be in. I know the town. I know the name of the town. I know the, the person who owns the inn that's in the town. But then you guys brought in five of the wackiest <laughs> like characters of all different scary races but but all really fun and well thought out and I had to like connect it it changed everything but that's part of it that was part of the creative fun for me that I realized I had been missing since I was little and it was just it's the first time I've I've done this in in years so I I I hope that I get better at it and that it continues to be fun but it really did take me back and cuz that's like we've said on this podcast before it's it's part of it made me who I am today and just going back mm -hmm. in that immediately, it was like so comforting, <laughs> so Aww. deeply comforting. I really was. It really was. So one one so, thing that I I found from uh, the 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 handful of, of first games that I played, uh, a couple in person with my friends here where I live, yeah. and then a, the few online. And <clears throat> one thing I always notice is that there's you, there's an ice breaking period where either if you've never played before and you're just kind of maybe worried about the, the game mechanics or 
uh, and that's one that's one component, which isn't you know something. If you're thinking about getting into the game, you shouldn't worry about that too much because people are going to help you through that. The thing that I find that most people maybe either I don't I don't I don't know if people are anxious about it or or surprised to find out like oh gosh I've got to role play I've got to hmm. speak not as myself but as this character that I've put together make the choices they would make um I can talk in an accent if I want to or not um you know you know improvise improvising yeah. is not easy so with the, with all that i'm in and i think different people are just do it enjoy it different ways some people go a whole hog with a crazy accent and and just go all in others are you know more reserved but but i wanted to ask uh allison as a relative noob and we all are noobs essentially even though matt and i technically played 30 years ago what is it like as an extrovert and having a background in acting like getting in a relatively intimate setting of just a few people and having to play a character and improv that character what is that like for you Oh, um, it's reminding me how rusty my my acting chops are, but how much I want to refresh them. Um, It is wildly entertaining to be a part of it. Um, And I'm not just saying this to blow smoke, but probably surprising to nobody listening to this. Matt and Evan are top of their game, despite what they'll try and tell you otherwise. Um, top of the game it's i mean but like the accents that they're throwing down and 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 the ways that they're choosing to stay in character um it's so much fun to witness and makes me want to so there's it, it there's this this constant internal battle that i'm now fighting where it's like i just kind of want to let loose and you know dive in but yeah i'm still worried about the mechanics of the game and and which dice do i roll and how do i find my modifier and all those different things uh, that has certainly gotten easier and easier with every round you know that we've been able to play um, but it's been it's been way more fun and, and and so usually you know as a performer there's you know you want to work in a team you want to work as, as part of a troupe with other people but you're doing it because you enjoy getting up on that stage and, and having some of that spotlight on you and I'm having a completely different experience on this where like sometimes I forget oh wait I should probably do something because I'm having too much fun watching you know everybody else you know in our party um and that's a brand new experience for me um where i'm not you know and then even like yesterday so you know we have this one campaign that we started a few weeks ago so i i created that character not knowing anything about this world um and and so i feel like i was able to make some more specific choices on the new character that i've rolled up for the second campaign um, and I don't, I don't regret any of the choices, by the way, that I've made for campaign one, but now I know more, right? Sure. Um, and I, I did notice like last night with our first, you know, round of things, I, I was able to get into character a little bit easier, mm-hmm. um, because I wasn't so worried about well, what if, and am I going to look dumb and will somebody help me? And, and can I stop the game to ask this question and stuff like that? Um, so I think that just like anything else, the more you practice, you know, the more natural and, uh, inherent it all becomes. Yeah. Did that sort of answer the question? I know I rambled. It did, but, <laughs> but oh, even, no, even more, I, I was going to say something that you, you mentioned that is very important for me and obviously for you as well is the performative element if you choose that. So, you know, we've got the social element, 
We've got the thought process, the game element that we all need right now, the escape. But for some of us, it is the performative. And that's like that. I don't care that there's not 500 people that I'm performing to. It doesn't it's never really mattered as much as being able to, you know, use that thing that I've loved to do so much uh, in, in my life, which is become someone else, be something else. And my whole life, whenever I've been on stage, I'm something else. Never, even, even, even when I'm mad, it's a, it's a heightened version of me and that's normal. And I think that it's same with all of these things. So especially to friends who are, who are listening are like, man, I'm, you know, I'm not auditioning. Uh, I'm not, playing gigs this 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 could also be man this could also be really good for you keep chops mm-hmm. up uh, and again okay, i can just keep this com- made me think of something yeah sorry okay. yeah. i was just gonna say uh but i do want to keep re- reiterating for anybody who would be scared of that it's also that is not you don't have to perform i just want to make that clear it's not it is it you is don't. a choice yeah. you can you can speak in the third person you do not speak in first person and uh, so don't or you could do what I do, which is like half, half <laughs> until half. you kind of figure out. Like I, I mean, the first couple rounds, I was, I only spoke, you know, like as Allison, right. maybe trying to interpret through, you know, and, and as we've gone along. So it's okay to evolve too. Like you don't yeah. have to be in one way out of the gate. Um, and I, I hope I continue to evolve too. So yeah, you have to be willing to have fun just doing make-believe and kind of tap into that inner child thing. But beyond that, you don't have to do anything else or, and you definitely, you never have to be an expert at the mechanics of the game. Never. Like it, it just, that part does not matter. Uh, but what occurred to me <clears throat> was, you know, we kind of started this conversation kind of thinking about like, okay, why are people flocking to this game? I mean, online, we need human interaction, even though it's uh, virtual. Um, but, we're playing these games. It's not like we're getting online. Yes, we are staying in touch with our loved ones more, but I don't want to, you know, I don't feel like there's a ton of desire to get on Zoom and talk about, man, let's talk about coronavirus today, right? <laughs> um, people are looking for that escape. I know I am, whether it's in reading or video games or, or D&D or whatever. Whenever I'm not working, I want to escape the horror. But I just realized that there's something extra special about role-playing games like this which is when you whether you are in person or virtual there is a kind of even when you're escaping into another person and you're maybe making choices and saying words that that you wouldn't normally say doing this in front of other people is a form of intimacy that you don't experience very much if you're an actor Mm. then you do but mm-hmm. it's you're you're getting the, you're playing this game and you're getting the escape, but you're still having an intimate human reaction with other people. So uh, cool. Isn't that interesting? More, so more than going to a bar, more than more than oh, going for yeah. a drink. So oh, much totally. more. Totally. Yeah, I mean it's the it's the opposite of of small talk. Um, yeah. You know, and and sidestep the small talk altogether and and create a story it. with other people. Yeah. Yep. And I did notice, like, last night, the more y'all laughed at the stupid shit I did, the more I wanted to do more stupid shit, you know, Um, which is right into that whole, like, performance, but opening up, you know, and really kind of getting to the meat of something. Yeah. Um, You take risks in front of other people. Exactly. And you you take something like Critical Role, this uh, YouTube show that is just rapidly popular 
uh, every episode is three plus hours long. And it's just hundreds and hundreds. Three million, hundreds, three million viewers. viewers. But they go through the tr- yeah. the full gamut of emotions. Uh, they yeah. they they have cried. They have laughed. Huh? They have. They've been angry. All, all, every, all of it together. All of it, you know, pu- public. <laughs> uh, yes. And uh, it's fascinating. And it's more entertaining than it ought to be. And more entertaining mm-hmm. than it ought to be for damn sure. But it, it is. But it, it yeah. really is. Uh-huh. I watched some Critical Role today after being a Dungeon Master yesterday again, just because I, I have a instantly a whole new respect for the the guy that is their dungeon master and yes I, I, I happened yeah matt, matt mercer is his name and and i happened to catch a episode where he's being he's having to be incredibly descriptive about a uh like a little traveling circus and and, and it's just him for like god 10 minutes and he's reading he's reading words that he wrote i mean there he's not mm. He's an actor, so he's. I'm sure that they're bullet notes, but they're very descriptive words. They're he. This is, this is something that he's performing. This is what he's got. He's got it in front of them, and he's describing the beauty of the two halflings as um, contortionists doing all these incredible things, and it's it's beautiful. I mean, he's a great yeah. freaking writer, and yeah. and it's just like, yeah, man, that's. It's got all those things. It's got all those things in it. And you can strive for the Matthew Mercer approach, or you can just be, yeah, man, uh, y'all want to get together. Uh, Okay, some orcs come up, roll initiative, and let's kill them. I mean, it could be just that, too. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Man, we should have rolled initiative to to decide what order we could speak in today. Missed opportunity. Dang. Natural 20. Natural 20. Um, are, are there anything else? Is there anything else that that's that you guys have discovered that have that are filling a a, a void besides D anD D? I have uh, played a couple of rounds. So Cards Against Humanity. I'm sure everybody is is very familiar with that game by now. Yeah. Uh, there's an online version called Evil Apples, um, and so I have played it via Zoom with various groups of friends as well, and have more planned in the future. Um, so I say that to plug if if role playing games are not your thing, um, check check out the App Store because there's probably a game out there that that may fit. Um, but you know, take the time to kind of push yourself out of out of your comfort zones as well um and now i can't stop thinking about what evan shared about like the the sharing that raw intimacy uh piece via zoom or whatever your platform of choice is is probably gonna stick with me and haunt me for a while yeah it was <laughs> really well said. that's what i aim to do I, i'm always trying to haunt, haunt you haunt yeah. abh all, all what- yeah you made me do it <laughs> <laughs> oh man you made me do it yeah. Always be haunted. Uh, it's, it's important. It's important. Uh, Lindsay and I have been playing this game called Cuphead, which is uh, just a full-on loving homage to all the '80s and '90s video games. Definitely Super Mario, uh, but but things like Contra and oh man, mm. there's Contra, a little nuts to everything, so and it's done. It is gorgeous. <laughs> it's like shocking it's done in the original it's also an homage to to early days of disney and and those kind of animations so it's it's it is that that cell animation 
you know? It's like they built it with the, like, organically in that way. And, uh, you know, it's an, it's not a new game. So everyone was like, yeah, Matt Cuphead. It was great a couple of years ago. But it's really fun. It's so hard. Oh, it's disgusting. It's, you, it's, like, you like games that are really hard. I don't like games to be too hard. Yeah, it's Lindsay mostly. She loves the hard games, man. That's just what, that's the only, she doesn't need story. She's got that competitive spirit. She does. Oh, she really? doesn't want a story. She wants to beat things. It wants to be like <laughs> beginning, middle, end. Doesn't need. She's like, she wants game, the equivalent of Ikea furniture assembling. Uh, well, of, oh, in, oh, in oh as far as difficulty? Form. Yeah. <laughs> the challenge? <laughs> yeah. See, she should probably get into Minecraft. My friend Megan was just telling our group of friends about Minecraft yesterday, and we may be starting up a Minecraft group. Nice. <laughs> I, love I don't, I don't. Do video games typically? I, I think I've joked with you guys before, but I'm also very serious about this. I, I the only video game console that I have ever owned and actually still own, and just need to figure out what I need to get it working again is an Atari. Like that is as far as my brain works in the video game realm. Same for Lindsay. Uh-huh. That's it. Like an Atari simulator, tiny little machine but, now. Yeah, pretty cheap. I know, but I like I have my original Atari with all of my cartridges that still work. I just mm. need. To- it's gonna be, if it works, that'll be. I'll be shocked. But I mean, but, I, I last. I mean, I did last use it probably somewhere in the last decade. I just haven't. Like TVs have now evolved to like whatever converter I was using before. Right, <laughs> Didn't right. Have the, whatever it connected to. Um, yeah. My non-techiness is showing now, isn't it? Um, Give it but a yeah, shot, man. Uh, I, I do. I need to figure out. I'm. Sh- I am sure that that I can figure it out. Um, I love my Atari, but I don't love any other video game <laughs> console. Okay. I'm sorry. That's fair. That's fair. That's okay. I mean, hey, more power to you. I uh, love killing people, time. as Maybe I said I before. About Minecraft. <laughs> you know, I haven't ever played Minecraft. I, I, it, I feel like there's a similar uh, disinterest in the same way that I've never cared about Legos. Mm. I don't know why I lumped those together. Like, eh, Legos, oh, yeah. whatever. And Minecraft, Building stuff, nah. Killing stuff, yes. <laughs> um, give me some Apparently in kill. Minecraft, there's something about like zombies. Like if you don't get your stuff done, the zombies will kill you. Or I didn't really oh. understand, but so I, okay. I maybe maybe we've been sleeping on this, and maybe we need to have a, a, a future episode where we we get down and dirty on that one. What? Well, yeah. if you if you go down the rabbit hole and, and want to try to convince us to play Minecraft, mm-hmm. well, I'll let you try. All right. Um, yeah. I'll dip my um, toe in that pool and then decide if I'm going to accept that challenge. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair. I love it. So Lindsay's concept behind this, this segment ends with five questions that you alone can answer. Inside the Biv, the Biv Bros studio style. Inside the Biv Bros studio of time. So is let's this, see. Is this going to be another uh, a duck-sized horse or a hundred horse-sized duck? <laughs> I don't think they're that hard. I don't think they're quite okay. that hard. And we, we can go. We can go real fast. We're gonna do rapid fire. Uh, okay. Okay. So number one. No, no, don't be nervous. What's your, what's your favorite baby animal? What is my favorite baby animal? Um, there have been a lot of pictures online about baby duckbill platypuses lately that look Ooh. really cute. Um, wow. But if I if I had to just go ahead and give like a normie answer, I do love a puppy. Who doesn't? Except for dumb dog haters. I am not that. <laughs> But I, I need yeah. to do more research on baby duck milk. Good choice. Yeah. I love it. Uh, 
What is in this time? What is your comfort food of choice? Oh, man, just so many answers there. Uh, but I have been hitting the, you know, you can buy edible uh, cookie dough. Oh, I've, I've been hitting that. I've been hitting that pretty hard. How do they do that? Do they just pasteurized <laughs> eggs? I mean, what? what is yeah, I, I don't know. And you're not allowed to cook it. So like you it, need you eggs. Know, it doesn't cook into yeah. actual cookies. Um, so that has been my, you know, my, my sweet treat. Um, and then my more savory treat is uh, palmetto cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For Not real. just pimento, but the palmetto. real stuff. The palmetto Specifically cheese. palmetto brand matters there. Yeah. Big, big respect to you there. And listen, people of the world or person who's listening. If you're eating pimento cheese and it's not Palmetto brand, you're wasting your yeah, life. Wasting your time. And, and, or, yeah. or if you make it, don't make it yourself, which is rather, you know, kind of involved, Palmetto all the way. Don't even mess mm-hmm. with it. But when you do get it from the store, disinfect it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, great. Just, a, Love just it. the container, not the cheese it's Just the container, right. <laughs> no, each, Next question. Each little nubbin. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what is your go-to movie for cheering up? Um, it does depend on my mood, um, but it, it tends to waffle between Monty Python and the Holy Grail mm-hmm. and 10 Things I Hate About You. Okay. Mm. Strong. I just, strong. If I need like a, a silly, you know, kind of laugh versus exactly. a romantic, you know, kind of a snuggly laugh. Yeah, I like it. Great. That's that's a great answer. Um, so this one's a little a little on the more introspective side, but I, it kind of goes along with what Evan mentioned before about trying new things and kind of putting yourself out there. But what are you finding is kind of one of your favorite qualities about yourself right now? Like really thinking about. Of course, there's plenty of things that we can feel guilty about or or bad about. Mm-hmm. But what 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 have you been kind of into? Like, man, I am I'm really blank right now. I'm kicking it. Uh-huh. Um, this may be more of like a zoomed out answer because <laughs> I, I, it, it may be me avoiding the question. We'll, we'll see what you guys judge in a second. But I, I have learned to enjoy my own company, which yeah. for me, that's been a really, really long road, you know, and I think that that's why for many, many years I stayed as busy as I did yeah. um, because I just didn't know like how to hang out with me. Um, and so I, I don't have like a, like, I like hanging out with me because, but I got, I just, uh, on a holistic level, I've learned to embrace being alone, being quiet and, and whether that means, you know, I've, I've tried taking up a couple fun, ho- uh, hobbies, you know, during this. So, uh, our friend Robert Schuster of guitaraudio.com um, sent me a ukulele. Um, so I have been you know, playing that. I have, I have, I'm horrible at art, but I have been practicing with watercolors um, and things like that. So I think, you know, if I had to answer a trait, it would be my willingness to try things. Um, but, but the side effect of this, you know, isolation time is, is learning to get along with the person I live with. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh yeah. man, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's really great answer. Uh, I like me for me. Um, let's see. And then the last one, the last one is it's, it's definitely not going to be May, but when things are lessened and the world goes back to normal, when that happens, what's the first thing you're going to do? Uh, start planning trips. 
Um, yeah. I don't, I don't like being stuck in Charlotte. I, I, I love my friends here. I love, you know, where I live and what I do and all of those things. Um, and so I, I think realistically, the first thing I will do is plan something with my friends. We actually were talking about that, um, on one of our group calls last week. Like, what will that first meeting look like? You know, we'll, we will probably still have to maintain distance. So will it be a, I'll invite people over to my house, but they'll enter through my back gate and we will sit on my back porch you know, in a circle with a few feet between us, you know, will we go to a brewery where we can sit, you know, around a fire pit, you know, like what's that going to look like? But, but ignoring that, you know, kind of obvious answer of hanging out with my friends here in town, I, I can't wait to plan and go. Well, Allison, it has been such a pleasure to have you. You were the perfect first guest, I think. I hope I was interesting enough. Uh, yeah. I. Th- what do you think, brother? She did okay. Top marks. Top, top marks. <laughs> and I sure do love you, brother. Love you too, brother. And you, AK. I and love you, AK. People. We love, and we love each other. Thanks, you guys. Um, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Yeah. Woo! Hey! 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 Come on and have a good old time. Have a fun time.